Hey there, this is Harriet. And today I want to talk to you about being careful about the conversations that you have with people because you never know when they, they may have an audience or other people around listening to your conversation. Let's get started. Um, I didn't understand the concept of mindfulness whenever I had a conversation with people over the telephone. Um, not only are people, we can tell just by what people post on social media sites that some people just don't know any better. They don't care and they'll put anything out there. They'll say anything. They'll expose any, everything about other people or, or whatever. They have no discretion when it comes to themselves. Okay. And they will definitely not have any when it comes to you. And so, ladies, whenever you're having a conversation with other women on the telephone, keep in mind that they may have an audience that you're very unaware of. And what I mean by that is there are women who are married who will have you on speakerphone while you're talking one on one with them about certain things. You may be talking about um, uh, feminine type things with with that woman. You may be talking about. Uh, something that you may be dealing with spiritually and they may have you on speakerphone around their husbands and their husband's friends or whomever is in the room and could could secretly be humiliating you and talking about you. And one of the reasons why I don't call people or talk to people that much on the telephone anymore is because of that, because I felt those gut feelings, not that I had anything to hide. But I discovered that people will try to corner you and try to get you to say certain things that you probably wasn't even thinking about uh, being an issue or they'll bait you into saying things that's really not the way the situation is. So you have to be very careful. This is a very treacherous type of activity because it's very common now. You know, and if you're guilty of doing this, you need to stop doing it because somebody's going to do it to you. So now if I have to have a conversation with somebody, if I need to say something to somebody or whatever the case may be, I don't talk on the phone anymore because a woman sometimes that's not secure or whatever the case may be. She will try to pretend to be your friend in your face. And then the whole while she's holding a conversation with her husband or people around about you that's negative and it makes you appear to be exactly the, the narrative that she's creating about you. So be very careful about the conversations that you have with people when you talk to them on the telephone. There were times when I would like to have known there were other people in the car. That's the courtesy that I give people if I if I have to say, hey, look, I'm going to have to call you back because I've got somebody in the car or because they may want to talk to me. But they don't want everybody else to know whatever it is they're talking about. That is the most disrespectful and, and cruel thing that you can do to somebody. Because if some people act like, oh, it shouldn't matter, it shouldn't whatever. But to protect you, number one, never say anything on the telephone that you don't want repeated. Number two, if you if you don't trust people, don't talk to them about nothing because they'll take nothing and try to create something. And I'm saying this to you because some of you are probably doing that now. You're talking freely to people. They can take what you say and share it with a whole crowd of people. You have to be careful. And that's what I'm about because I want to prevent heartache and headache for somebody else. For those of you who may be unaware, 
You may have a gut feeling. If you have a gut feeling that people are putting you on speakerphone, chances are you on speakerphone. If you have a gut feeling that somebody is sounding a bit different to you on the phone when they're talking to you, chances are there's somebody in the room with them. There's somebody in the, in there that they're they're using this type of uh, imagery and game. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Because, ladies, there's so much going on in the world today and people can be so conniving. They can be so sneaky, especially folks that's not in the church. And when folks show you who they are and the type of spirit that they're operating in, you need to try to quickly remove yourself from them. And sometimes it's hard to get away from the devil, especially when the devil is wondering, oh, I wonder if she know. I wonder if she's figured me out. And then once once they're done fleecing you and fooling you and they see that they can't do it anymore. Like I said in other podcasts, they'll move on to people that don't know them, to family members that may be new in the family, marrying into the family new. Or, or children that may be a bit more passive because their parents may not have told them that auntie so-and-so is a hellraiser, that uh, uncle so-and-so is trouble, or this person in the family will spread rumors about you. They may not know that because nobody ever took the time to sit down with that niece, sit down with that nephew, sit down with that brother, that sister, whomever, to tell them and warn them, hey, this may be your family member, this may be your relative's. But don't put your business out there to them because they're going to spread it throughout the family. Not that you have anything to hide, but there may be some things that you don't want other people in the family knowing about what's going on with you, especially as a woman. So, ladies, you've got to be careful and use discernment and discretion when you interact and engage with people. The older I have become, the tighter my circle is. It's not even really a circle. It's a it's a U shape. That's how small my little circle and my nuclear family is. And when I say family, I mean blood relatives as well as people who are friends who are family to me. Because these are the people in your life that support you, the people that love you, the people that's going to help you. There was a book that was written by T.D. Jakes and I can't remember exactly the name of it, but he said that there is a different difference in associates and confidants. And I can't really go into details. I can't remember the specifics of it. But uh, he said that people who are really for you, that love you, that support you in front of your face and behind your back, there is a difference, ladies. These people will go in a crack house and drag you out of the crack house and send you somewhere to get the help that you need and pay for it. And nobody would ever know that this is what they did because these people are for you and they love you. These are the kind of friends that you need. This is the type of family that you need. You don't need the type of people that's going to come into your life and talk about you when you down on your luck. I don't care if they're related to you or not. You don't need people to be coming into your house, making you feel bad about what you're dealing with or what has happened to you as a result of maybe poor judgment or just life happening to you. It's so important that you that you are mindful and intentional about the people that you spend your time with, not the people that's going to come to your house and take pictures with their cell phone and send it to people in the family that don't like you. Not the people that's going to be sitting in the room with you and texting to somebody. I don't like her. 
Y'all, there's some real troubled and disturbed people out here. You don't need people that's abusing you in the family and the non-abusers coming to you saying, you know, family is everything. And you got and you know, God is not going to bless you if you don't let these demons come back in your house and finish what they started. You got to have and use good sense, ladies, when you're dealing with this type of, uh, of deceit. Because whenever you find people like this and you come across folks like this and you're like, how do I know? How do I know your intuition and your gut will tell you to be careful? Because when I look back on every relationship that I had had with people who betrayed me or deceived me or lied on me. My gut always told me to be careful with them. And, you know, I gave a podcast on the benefit of the doubt. I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -mm. I don't operate in that that uh, way of thinking anymore because sometimes it can cost you. Because sometimes all it takes is one opportunity for the devil to get in and try to hurt you. And that's not being paranoid. That's just being honest and truthful about the reality of the world that we live in and life. There was a young girl. She was a beautiful girl. And um, she lived in an impoverished community. And y'all know how low down and dirty uh, ratchet girls and women can be uh, to really sweet, smart, passive, and beautiful girls and women. You know how ratchet uh, those angry and, and impoverished and, and, and miserable groups can be to folks like this. Well, this girl, she wanted to be accepted and have friends. Uh, and and she she didn't care that these girls were ratchet. She didn't care that they were nasty and cruel to her. She just wanted them to accept her because she wanted friends. Because she didn't look like other people in the ghetto. She didn't carry herself like people in the ghetto because her mama and dad actually took the time to try to raise her right and teach her the right things. But she was lonely because she didn't have any friends like her because the parents that were teaching their kids how to behave and, 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 and how to make good friends and different things like that. They didn't live in the community that she lived in. She lived in a very uh, vicious community, hostile environment of people. And so one day the girl disappeared. And the mother was trying to figure out, where is my child? Where is my baby? And these girls had lured this child, pretending like they were her friends. And they got her to smoke something. And they laced it with crack. They laced it, they laced a joint with crack cocaine 
And they convinced the girl that if she smoked it, that she would be cool like them. And she smoked it. And she went into cardiac arrest. And they left her there to die. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This child was 14, 15 years old. And these girls, they did this to this child. And what's even worse, there was an adult who was involved as well. And they said that when they found the child's body, the parents couldn't even recognize her. A young life lost. And all she's guilty of is wanting a friend, trusting the devil. Sometimes we can't afford to tap dance or be nice to the devil. Mm -mm. You can't because it can cost you. Was that child that was a child deceived by so-called friends? And an adult. And that's the world that we live in. And that's what you should be teaching your daughters. You should be talking to your girls. Now. You don't wait. Talk to those girls now. Tell them that there are people that will see them looking down at their cell phone in a parking lot trying to find the car. And snatch them into the van. And you'll never see them again. And, 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 and they'll get caught up in some type of trafficking. It's real out here. And, and just because you, 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 you raise them in the church or you teach them about God doesn't mean that the devil is not going to try to come after them. He's going to come after them and come after you even harder. And sometimes he will try to get to you through children. So, ladies, we've got to be mindful about the situations that we allow ourselves to get caught up in. Don't say anything on the phone that you don't want other people knowing. Don't assume that that person you're talking to is the only person on the line. Assume that you're talking to an audience all the time and that will protect you. Secondly, teach your girls about what is really going on out here. Sometimes you have to say things to them. That you don't really want to say to them in reference to what's out here in this world so that they're not naive. Or that they think that everything is just go happy go lucky in this world and, and they walk through life carefree, not knowing that sometimes the person that deceives and betray you may be the person that you grew up with in first grade. 
because they have gotten away from God. So the devil will use somebody close to you to try to ruin and destroy your life and sometimes take your life. You know, I never heard a lot of Christian women say the things that I'm saying to you today. I thought to myself, well, maybe I'm just out of line, but no, I'm not. Because there's some things that I went through in my life that I wish somebody had warned me about. But people can't warn you when they don't wish well for you. There are people whose lives are just ruined and and, and they can warn you, but they won't because they're afraid that you're going to get something that they never received and they can't bear to see you doing better. So, ladies, you've got to protect yourself and stay with God. And you've got to learn how to listen to your gut when it tells you to be careful around people. It's not uh, thinking negative. That's not thinking negative. That's being cautious. Just like you drive. I hope you're driving cautiously. I've been in the car with people who just assume that the other person, when they get to the stop sign, that they're going to stop. So they just keep rolling. I never do that. Because I'm trusting the other person to do what they're supposed to do. So I'm going to trust them with my life. I don't believe in that. I value my life. And I try to do the best that I can to take care of myself and those I love. And I suggest that you do the same. By using caution in your life when you deal and interact with people. Learn how to truly listen. Pay attention to people, what they say and how they say it and what they do. And it will tell you everything you need to know. Don't just take um, uh, uh, your your husband, uh, uh, the men in your family's word for a situation. Pay attention and learn things for yourself. And then if it aligns with what he told you or what they told you, okay. And still be cautious, especially when your gut is telling you to watch out. Because you know what? If I can't trust my gut, then why would I trust somebody else's? You don't put your life and your life decisions in the hands of somebody else. You don't do that. That's too much power to give somebody else. But women do it all the time. We do it all the time. And then we complain about it. Because we expect people to treat us better than how we are capable of treating ourselves as women. You see, gone are the days when our worth is defined by how much suffering we can endure. Gone are the days where we can we have to tolerate people doing stuff to us and blanket blanketing that behavior with. That's just the way that they are. Those days are gone. That generation of women, they're on their way going into another direction. But the women of today, us millennials, Generation Z, us. We are not accepting needless suffering. We understand. And I and I hope I can't speak for you, but I'm going to say this about me. I understand that there will be suffering and trouble in my life as a Christian. The Bible talks about that. And it's true. But I don't believe that my worth as a black woman is defined by how much emotional, mental or physical abuse 
that I can endure at the hands of people that's related to me or people that's extended family to me or people who are my friends, a job, a church that I've been a part of all my life or a church that I belong to now. No, my worth as a woman is not defined by how much suffering I'm going to put up with from a husband. God is going to love me. For leaving a bad situation just as much as he will for me staying in one. And you make sure that if you remain in a situation where you know your well-being is at stake, that you know what you're doing. That you put in place you a plan because God never meant for us to be suffering and abused. Be careful, ladies. The phone call is just a small part of it. Be careful about the people that you trust. The Bible warns us not to trust no man. Be careful in your life. Pay attention to how people look at you when they think you're not watching. Don't be so quick to eat everybody's food. You're wondering why you're having health problems. Sometimes people have done things to you. Yes, I'm going to say it. There are people that are so evil, they will do things to your food. We saw the color purple. We saw what Celia did to that man. She, 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 she spit in his water. And even though he was doing and saying whatever he was saying, it was still wrong what she did. There are women out here that will do things to you because they don't like the God inside of you, honey. That's how broken some of these women are out here. And that's why I'm bringing an awareness to it. I'm I'm saying something about it because if one woman hear me talk about this and she's careful when she never was, if I can help save one person from going through something that I had gone through myself, that I have experienced myself, then it would be worth it. It's it's worth it. It's worth uh, 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 the errors. It's worth the the, the stress or the the, the, the idea of having to sit down and try to write something and get it out. It's worth it to me if I can help another woman. Because we've got to develop the mindset where we are our sister's keeper. And, And I'm not talking about the sister that was assigned to us by our parents. I'm talking about our sisters in the body of Christ. Because sometimes the sisters that's assigned to you by your parents don't treat you like sisters. They don't love you like a sister. They treat you like a competitor. They treat you like uh, you're nobody. They don't even talk to you. They don't even call you. They don't even call you and say, hey, let's go to Chick-fil-A and have a milkshake. I know you sitting over there by yourself. They don't even invite you to their house for the holidays because you don't look good enough. You don't fit the crowd that they have at their house for the holidays. So they don't invite you. We have to learn how to be each other's keeper. It's funny because back in the slavery days when we didn't have anything, we loved each other more. We treated each other better because people had to stick together to make it. And we, we got to learn how to stick together to make it now as women, Christian women. And I'm going to do everything that I can to help the next generation. 
I may not be able to help my future daughter. I may not be able to help my future son, but that's not going to stop me from trying to reach my nephews, from trying to reach my nieces, from trying to reach extended family, nieces and nephews, trying to reach other women in the body of Christ that's trying to turn to, to turn their hearts over to the Lord. That's not going to stop me from reaching strangers that I meet in Walmart. That's not going to stop me for praying for women that's going through cancer right now. That's not going to stop me from praying for, for praying for women who's facing HIV and AIDS. That's not going to stop me from praying for my sisters who I don't know because God may be able to use me to reach them when my own relatives or my own extended family may not even receive the love that God has to give to them out here. God is God is faithful and he loves us all. He doesn't love me no more than he loves somebody that just turned their their hearts and their soul over to him. So, ladies, we've got to learn how to be intentional and mindful about the things that we say and do. I don't want y'all to think that I have it all figured out just because I'm on this podcast. I do the best that I can. There are days when I listen to some of the podcasts I created and I say, Lord, be with me because I wasn't aware that I had gotten so passionate during that recording. But I'm, I'm standing here in my living room right now. And I'm looking around because I'm trying to remember whatever else I can to put out there, because this may be the only podcast that you ever listen to that you ever hear like this. And I hope that you can hear you can hear the truth in this podcast. You can hear the sincerity of my heart through this podcast. That something about what I say will encourage you to seek an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ because that's what's going to keep you. We don't have the power to stand up against the enemy without Jesus Christ. You can't do it with your flesh. You can't see evil and, 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 and it's uh, treacherous ways and all of that. You can't see that with, with your uh, carnal eyes. Discernment only comes from God. And the only way to get that is you have to acquire an intimate relationship with him. Listen to the invitation in this podcast. If you desire a close relationship with Jesus Christ, it's never too late. You're never too young. You're never too old. As you can see, time is not promised. And that's not designed to scare you. But that's just the reality, the truth. God loves you and he don't care about what you've done in your past. The people that's always hung up about what you have done and the mistakes you have made, they're just trying to hide behind some stuff about you so that who they really are is not exposed. So stay with the Lord. And as long as God is pleased with you, That's all that matters because you may be able to please some of the folks sometimes, but you'll never be able to please people all the time. That's what I want to encourage you ladies to to, to accept and understand on this journey. You've got to learn how to live for God and pleasing him. 
Ever since I turned my life completely over to Jesus Christ, I've had more peace than I ever had in my life. And I thank him for covering me during a time that I was naive. During a time when I was sitting around the devil and not knowing the games that he was playing, even though it was right in my face. I thank him for giving me the strength and the courage to not only walk away from a situation, but to get delivered from the hate that I had acquired in my heart toward the people who hurt me and lied on me. I thank him for for the boldness to be able to talk about it on this podcast. God loves you, honey. Yes, he loves you. You that's standing there with the pieces in your ear and listening to this podcast. You, the one that's at your computer, that's fused to it. Because you can't believe you're hearing some of the things that you're hearing and you feel like this is confirmation to what you've been going through. God loves you and he loves you so much that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for you. Now, that's love. That's love. And regardless of what the devil may try to tell you, what these people may try to fill your mind with. God loves you and you are never alone. You may be you may be a, 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 a motherless child, a fatherless child. I know I was. There was a song I heard. That was sung by Mahalia Jackson, I believe. And it said, sometimes I feel. Like a motherless child. Sometimes. I feel like a motherless child, a long way from home. And I felt that way for years and I was gravitating toward older women who could mother me because I was rejected by those women that was related to me because I was unwilling to tolerate with some of them emotional and mental abuse. I couldn't gravitate toward some of the women that that I met from marrying into this family because some of them couldn't receive me because what was going on inside of them. It had nothing to do with me. So I felt like a motherless child. I tried to do whatever I could so that they would love me. Even at the cost of my self-esteem. Until God showed up in my life again. That's how much he loves me. And, 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 and he brought me into the body where there was more than enough love for me. And I want the same for you. I don't want you gravitating toward people. I want you to gravitate toward Jesus Christ. Because people will let you down. We will let other people down. Won't you let God into your heart today? He is waiting for you. He loves you. He wants you. He's not going to force you to come to him. But you don't want things to happen in your life to where you've gotten so far out there that you can't find your way back. Trust God today.